This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio Season 5, Episode 38. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 38 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hatton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton, and today we're welcoming CJ Cassiata, founder of Ringbeller and author of Get Weird. Hmm. CJ is a writer and serial media maker, passionate about helping people discover and own their unique identity, or in other words, what makes them weird. As a writer and communicator, he's traveled all over the world, inspiring communities like Lululemon, The Salvation Army, TEDx, and Charity Water. As a media director and producer, he's collaborated on projects with MGM Studios, the United Nations Foundation, and more. He created the popular podcast, Sounds Like a Movement, which has hosted culture-shaping voices like Seth Godin, Shauna Nequist, and Krista Tippett. In addition, CJ's work has been featured by MTV, Relevant, Catalyst, and Q. A native New Yorker, he now lives in Nashville with his wife, Kelly, and his two kids, Sela and Mac. Welcome to the podcast, CJ. Thank you very much. You know what I, I love about both of us, Randy, is, is I think we've kind of met our match for weird, complicated last names. I'm usually, I usually win that battle hands down with Cassiata, but Ziegenfuss, it's, it's great. I, well, and, and like Funy, met a brother. Funy Hetton isn't, isn't exactly a Smith. That's true. That is true. All so we have, a, we have a trio of odd... Weirdness. We can celebrate weird weirdness together names. with the perfect person with right whom here. to do so. Right now. So, I feel among friends. Yes. And we can't wait to talk about weird. But before we actually get into the book, tell us the personal pathway and story that got you to this idea uh, in the book called Get Weird. Yeah. You know, I was in a bookstore um, while I was writing the book. Um, like really early on in the process. And I was kind of having one of those moments where I was like, man, do people really need this message? Is this too sort of run of the mill and regular? And is it, is it, is it relevant at all? And I was with my, um, my, my five-year-old or four-year-old, I think she was four at the time, four-year-old kid. And we were in the kid section and we noticed this mom uh, standing over her daughter's shoulder. And this, this girl must have been no more than two or three years old, and, and she was coloring on a little like little desk, and she was coloring really neat, like surprisingly neat for a two-year-old. And then she did something really fun. She started coloring outside the lines a little bit, and I thought that was pretty cool. But then I heard that her mom 
said these words to her. I'll never forget that she goes, well, now you've ruined it. <gasps> I can't believe. Exactly. That's what I thought. And I, so I'm like, I'm like removing, like physically, like removing my kid from the sit, you know, from the area. Like, so I wouldn't co-parent, you know, a stranger's uh, you know, kid in the moment. But yeah, it just reminded me that so many of us grow up convinced that staying inside the lines is the most important thing. And, and, and God forbid we go outside those lines and we, we, we cross those borders and we, we, we get weird. And so that was really as sad as that moment was, it was also really encouraging to know, like, no, this message is actually really important for kids and grownups alike today. So let's start with the word weird. What does that word mean to you, CJ? It means a lot of things to me, but what I was really surprised in doing my research and this is like I, i'm so aware this is like the most cliche writer thing to say but you know the webster's dictionary defines <laughs> weird but it does it, the, the word weird is defined as suggesting the supernatural like there's there's a there's a there's a soulful sort of power to and, and regardless of what you believe about the the universe or, or, or humanity we, we all know there's something unique and special about humanity set apart from from you know so the rest of this this universe that we live in and to to deem something weird or someone weird is to really suggest that there's something awe-inspiring and um for lack of a better word special about their nature and once i latched onto that and went okay wow there's actually something even definitively about this word that I've brushed over and I've looked over for really my whole life. I've called things weird when I didn't understand them. I've called things weird as a derogatory statement before. Um, when I realized, well, there's more to this. There's more to this uh, this nomenclature. That really kind of set me on this journey of going, okay, well, what does that what does that mean then? Mm -hmm. The word that's coming to my mind is individuality. That we're yeah. all we all have these unique strengths, passions, challenges, and. Uh, needs and and how do we make sure that the world that we live in doesn't mute those and uh and sort of squish those out of us which sometimes the environments that we find ourselves in they they can sometimes force us to to sort of conform conform um so in your book you share that you help people see what makes them weird or i'll say like individual um in a sea of sameness sort yeah. of standardization so t what does that mean to you yeah, I mean, you're totally right. It's like we find ourselves in environments more often than not where the exact opposite message is presented. And so just practically speaking, and this isn't nothing, this isn't anything new, but like the practices of silence and solitude um, are just really important for, for the sole sake of shutting yourself out of kind of that normal message. And I'm not suggesting anybody go be a hermit or um, kids to like not engage in social activities or anything like that. But it's really the difference between giving a kid a coloring book and giving a kid a blank page. Mm. You know, we're scared of silence. We're scared of the blankness. We're scared of the emptiness. But sometimes the emptiness and the silence is a pathway to the creativity that we're all really looking for in the first place. Mm -hmm. And it lets other people fill that silence with their creativity too. It doesn't have to be necessarily yeah. ours. Yeah. 
Exactly. So certainly we can each offer ideas about why it's important to be weird. And one of the ideas that you offer in your book is um, this idea that weirdness can propel change and make a difference. So talk to us a little bit about that idea. You look throughout history and every movement worth its salt, you know, anything that's that's created positive change in the world is started by a weirdo and <laughs> a tribe of weirdos. Now you know? we've transitioned to weirdo. <laughs> right. And meaning somebody who was genuinely a misfit within the normal culture. I mean, you look at, you know, this is kind of a, an easy example, but you look at a guy like Martin Luther King who had pretty radical misfit ideas. But what did he do? He gathered other people who felt like common, you know, common misfits who believed that same idea, created literature and created um beautiful speeches and, and created media around those ideas. And then eventually those ideas began to permeate an otherwise normal culture. Or you look at, you know, American democracy. You got to remember, uh, you know, uh, democracy, all men created equal, you know, no taxation without representation. Those were not popular mainstream ideas. Those were relatively weird ideas, but you got enough misfits. You got enough people who went, man, I just don't fit the jello mold of, of these British colonies. And I need to find other misfits who agree with this. When they start to band together and tribe together and then are able to articulate their weird ideas in compelling ways, all of a sudden, it's really not all of a sudden, oftentimes it's, it, it's, it's quite a long and, and committed faithful process. But little bit by little bit, those weird ideas begin to, as I say, hack the normal sphere, hack into and permeate the same culture. So what would you say some of your weirdnesses are? <laughs> oh man, well, that's a, that's a, what makes you an then individual? I'm going to give you Randy's. Where do I start? <laughs> oh my gosh. I am, I've been described as, as a, a hipster and an, 65 year old man you know in the same week like often and that, that's that's the first thing that makes me weird i have i have sensibilities that are are very like modern new and and you know um young but i'm all really deep inside i'm just a senior citizen guy playing vinyl smoking a pipe and muttering you know <laughs> to myself what's wrong with the world uh, so i, I kind of go uh in and out of those two of those two you know uh, pictures, but that, that's probably that, that's probably the first thing I think of when I think about how are you weird. Mm -hmm. So maybe one of those words that might describe you is you're pretty entrepreneurial. You got lots of different things going on uh, at the same time, uh, yeah. and one of those things that you've been working on is Ringbeller. So uh, tell us a little bit about Ringbeller and how this might sort of circle back to this idea of being weird. Yeah, well, so Ringbeller is like the project right now and and, and it, i think it will be for the hopefully for the foreseeable future there's a lot of really great energy around it but essentially you know i wrote this book called get weird and this is sort of the implementation of that message i think kids need to know this more than not more than adults but hopefully hopefully we can get people to understand that their unique creativity is there on purpose and it's designed to actually help other people from the earliest age possible. You know what I mean? I think some of some of our greatest responsibility as grown-ups, as people who are entrusted with educating kids, is to accelerate as much wisdom that we have learned the hard way in them as possible from the earliest age. And so this is my really humble attempt to do that where 
where we, we describe it as like Ted meets Sesame Street, but essentially Ring Beller mm-hmm. are video lessons that teach kids soft skills, teach kids creativity and kindness. Mm-hmm. The stuff that that um, unfortunately in lots of schools, it's difficult to, to figure out where those things, you know, sort of fit in a, in a daily classroom setting. And so we found that Ring Beller works really well during morning meetings where uh, kids are just sort of getting their day started. And it's really um, the, the, the main sort of emphasis is an interview, a kid interviewing an, an adult who's used their imagination to make a difference in the world. So we've had folks like um, Ira Glass who created This American Life or Seth Godin or Manit Chauhan who's on Food Network's Chopped. And these are people who are using their creativity, using their weirdness. I mean, what's more weird than that show chopped where you're <laughs> asked to do, you know, create a, a culinary masterpiece out of like M&M's marshmallows and, you know, bugles or something like something that. Something gross uh, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so that's the, that's really the essence of ring bellers. It's, it's, it's a kid interviewing a grown up mm-hmm. um, on how their imagination can make a difference. And we've got these weird alien and robots that host the news and are sort of part of this whole story um, that you'll just kind of have to, go on the website and figure out what that's about. But we, we try and do it in a way that kids would actually stay engaged and would even appreciate it. And the, 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 the greatest compliment I've heard so far from teachers is that kids want more or kids say yes every time they say it's time for, for Ring Beller. And, uh, and so we, we, we think and, and we hope that we're on the right track to actually creating stuff that kids um, want, to, want to watch and want to engage. Because sometimes the, the SEL sort of, community i'm not i'm not knocking the stuff that's out there there's really great stuff out there but we forget that we forget what it's like to be a, a four-year-old boy or, or i'm mean, sorry a fourth grade boy or a fourth grade girl mm-hmm. and uh and, and and what their sense of humor is like and, and i think we can add a little bit of saturday morning cartoon into uh the conversation around creativity and mm-hmm. kindness all of a sudden it becomes uh just a more fun and sticky way to have that conversation yeah who doesn't love a cartoon yeah. <laughs> so before we invite you to share what's next for you, CJ, we have lightning response questions that we built right. into our episodes this year. And the whole purpose of these questions is just for us to get some additional resources or some um, other thought leaders to sort of take us down a ro- uh, rabbit hole for <laughs> discovering new ideas. Cool. Ready? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, You're I'm so ready. Up. Okay. <laughs> Who is one expert our listeners should connect with to learn more about creativity and kindness and making a difference? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would, I would challenge anybody to do as deep a dive as possible. Go, go down the rabbit hole of the internet and books um, on on the life of Fred Rogers because there's so much mm, more good than one. sort of yeah. that, doc, that documentary that came out did uh-huh. a really good doing that um that was sort of the first like but even that documentary really scratches the surface as to how much of a brilliant educator um this guy was and ahead of his time too right oh yeah yeah totally like in 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 some ways like super behind his time in a good way and sort of the stage like you know we're not going to overutilize technology to create the message that kids are, are you know special but in some ways totally ahead of his time you're right and mm-hmm. and yeah it's he's just gosh yeah so much, so much goodness out there yeah all right we will add that to the show notes so cj if you were recommending one book to our listeners what might that book be well the book that comes to mind super immediately is um this book called anti-fragile by uh 
Nicholas Nassim Taleb, and it talks about how the opposite of fragile isn't like robust or strong um, because that just kind of takes you to a neutral state. The opposite of fragile must be anti-fragile where things actually get stronger and better and um, deeper and like more um, uh, just powerful after they break, after they become, after they expose themselves to fragility. Hmm. And I think it's a really cool read when applied to the context of education specifically. That is one I have not heard of, but anti-fragile, we'll check it out. And um, finally, do you have an online site or a resource or a person from whom you learn regularly? Yeah, I mean, I'm just such a big fan of of the work of uh, of Seth Godin, and I am so surprised that he can just churn out beautiful, thoughtful content day after day after day. But anybody who um, wants to be inspired and challenged on a daily basis, just download Seth's blog or, or subscribe to Seth's blog. Excellent. We'll add a link for SethGodin.com as well. So we talked about Get Weird. We talked a little bit about Ring Beller. Is there anything else that's next for CJ? And would you like to share that with our audience? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the what's next is scaling this um, this little you know this little plant that's beginning to grow called Ring Beller. And you know, we've just completed our first series that's available for fourth graders and. Um, I don't know when this will post, but right now we even have an application for some schools to uh, pilot it at a um, at a you know discounted sort of rate, so we can do some testing on it. And really, it's it's what we've created. We hope it's just the tip tip of the iceberg. So um, hopefully, Ringbeller is is to, to do, create more videos to eventually create a whole K through five suite of content and uh, products that teach kids creativity and kindness, and that their imagination um, is there on purpose, and it's there to make a difference. And they should color outside the lines. And they should color outside the lines. <laughs> All <laughs> the time. <laughs> what lines? Thank you so much for joining us, CJ, in the show oh, notes. This is fun. I, I, I love the work that you guys are up to and, and, and what you guys stand for. And, and just this is a real honor for me to um, have a conversation just with you guys. So thanks for the work that you do and, uh, and for, for championing stuff like creativity and kindness. That, that's a big deal. Well, it's been fun reconnecting with you. Yeah. To learn more about CJ's work, you can visit some of the links in the show notes, the books, the resources, Ringbeller, and even Seth Godin's blog. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question, how can you use your weirdness or individuality to make a difference? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for Season 5, Episode 38. That's all for now. We'll be back soon with more conversations featuring other innovative thought leaders. Thanks again, CJ. Thanks, CJ. Bye-bye. It's a pleasure. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, 
and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.